and welcome or welcome back to the Rise and Align podcast where we talk about all things high vibrational. We are your hosts. My name is Demi. And my name is Haley. Today we have a short and sweet episode for you. We are going to talk about how you can have a more mindful morning and that involves creating a routine. And we are just going to kind of go over what has worked for us and maybe talk a little bit about why it's important to have a good morning routine. I would first like to say when creating a morning routine, it is important to create structure, but also allow your routine to be flexible because you want to be able to have the flexibility to go with what you're feeling today, but still making sure you're in that like structure of having a morning routine. Should we talk a little bit about why it's important to have a morning routine? Yeah. Yeah. So I've talked a lot about this in the past. If you have, you know, followed me on other platforms, but, and also on this podcast, we're always talking about how important it is to feel good. When you start your day off, say your iPhone alarm goes off and it's loud and it's obnoxious and maybe you set a few alarms or you hit snooze a few times. So then you get a little bit late and you're rushing and you're stressed out and you're tired and you're not a morning person. And then you maybe rush to pour yourself a cup of coffee and you don't drink water or eat anything before that. So the caffeine in your system will actually give you more anxiety. So while you're rushing to work, maybe you're going to spill your coffee and you could possibly, you know, get into traffic or get road rage or be late to work or like, and then it just snowballs, right? And then that goes throughout your entire day and then it goes throughout your entire life and your life can become really stressful. So for me, one of the biggest game changers was creating a morning routine that allowed me to feel calm to be mindful and to start my day off feeling good so when you do that you allow your mind and body to feel that relaxation and when you are more mindful you can actually be much more productive in still quite a short amount of time and it also helps you become happier to become kinder and then that snowballs throughout your day so imagine instead of you know rushing to work and being stressed out and being last minute you wake up a little earlier I know that sounds terrible but hear me out (laughs) and you give yourself that time to feel good before you jump on your phone before you look at social media before you rush off to wherever you need to be you allow your mind and body to have that relaxing time that restful time that mindful time when you do that You feel good and you act from that feeling. So then you can take the time to pick out an outfit you like. You feel good about your your appearance um, and you feel physically well. And then you go off to work and you're early and you're in a good mood. And maybe you got coffee for the office and you make more sales that day and maybe you had time to make a list of things that you wanted to get done today and then you become more productive that way and that will snowball through your life and when you're kind to somebody like that can change their whole day as well as yours and then that's going to snowball through their life and and you know you're actually making the world a better place by finding what feels good and it sounds silly But I swear, I've told you, I've said this before, one habit can change your whole life. And I think that creating a morning routine may possibly be the most powerful habit that you can have. Absolutely. And I think that everything that you just described, once you do set up a morning routine, allows you to live in alignment Mm -hmm. with yourself, be in tune with yourself. And we talk a lot about that in episode one. Uh, so you can reference that if you want to know more about how to get in alignment. But 
I think that having a morning routine is is one of the number one ways that you can ground yourself and get yourself into alignment before you begin your day. And then you act from that place of being in alignment and playing off of kind of what you said, when you set up a routine that allows space in the morning, that allows you to find some peace before your day begins, you are regulating your nervous system and you're not running on that stress response all day long because like you said it will carry throughout your entire day but if you're grounded settled calm you have your intentions set and you're ready to go for the day you're you're going to be moving from a much more positive calm state as opposed to that stress response all day long and your nervous system is going to be more regulated which then allows you to make decisions that aren't from a more scarce or lack-based mindset because your body isn't in this like fight or flight state all day. Uh, In addition to that, I do like to bring up the point of, you know, right when you wake up in the morning, the state that your brain is in is the perfect time to impress new beliefs in your mind. And of course, especially Demi always talks about, you know, we're always acting from our subconscious mind. So when we can reprogram our subconscious mind, we're able to act from a place that is more aligned and more positive if that is the direction that we're working towards. So, you know, in the morning, if you are, again, not on your phone and allowing yourself to get grounded, you're saying affirmations or practicing gratitude, that is what you're impressing on your subconscious mind. And again, that is just going to snowball into your entire day and then your life. That is what your life becomes. So that's super important. And lastly, I think I would just like to add that a morning routine allows you to check in with yourself. How are you feeling today? What do you need today? What do you want to accomplish today? Those are all things that you can kind of think about and tap into when you take that time and space you can listen to your body and again once you know where you're at like you can make decisions that help you throughout the day and that are more aligned with how you're feeling that day absolutely so you were talking about the state that your brain is in right when you wake up that's so important i think that many people are unaware of that because your brain is actually more permeable right before you go to bed and right when you wake up and i would be willing to bet that probably like 89 percent of people are looking at their phones right before they go to bed and right when they wake up and most people are unaware because it's so habitual how their phones actually make them feel. So whether you're waking up or going to bed and you're looking at social media, for example, social media, sometimes people are looking at it in hopes of like seeing likes and comments, right? And then that gives them dopamine and then they become reliant on that false dopamine hit from their phone all day long, every day. And then when they don't get the likes, they become depressed. The other thing about that is a lot of social media is showing off your best moments. And that's great. Sometimes, you know, people can look at that and say, I'm inspired by that. A lot of times people look at that and say, 
I'm not good enough. I don't have that. I'm in competition with these people and I don't have what they have and my life sucks and their life is perfect and this is horrible, Mm -hmm. right? And then also there's so many things that people share on social media and news, for example, that are so, so negative. So you're waking up or going to bed and and what you're thinking about, what you're focusing on when your brain is most permeable is negativity. This person got killed and this horrible thing happened and we're going to war and what all this awful nonsense that I'm sorry you don't need to hear about at any point actually like so many people are my grandparents for example they were raised thinking that the news is very important you need to watch it all the time you need to know what's going on in the world why why do I need to know that has never once ever affected my here now reality ever ever I can go on without ever watching the news ever again and my life will not be any it won't be harmed by that in any way it will not be any less successful by that in any way. It is like a brainwashing thing that we've been taught that we need to watch the news. You don't need to watch the news. You don't need to. Your life will go on without the news. In fact, lots of people lived for thousands of years without televisions. (laughs) I just want to point that out here. So it's so important to not rely on your phone for that false sense of dopamine and one of the biggest things that changed everything for me was getting an alarm clock because one when you're using your phone as an alarm, you're sleeping by it, which, you know, it emits EMFs, which by the way, you know, not only can damage your cellular DNA, but also it it stops you from sleeping well. It stops you from focusing among countless other physiological effects against your body. So it's just physiologically unhealthy to sleep with your phone next to you. But then you pick it up first thing in the morning and you look at your notifications and you look at the news and you look at all these things that are going to make you feel negative or that are going to make you depend on that for dopamine. So either way, it's terribly toxic. (laughs) Horrible habit. I'm guilty of it most definitely. And, you know, there have been times in my life where I've been really strict about my morning habits and my morning routine. And I found myself becoming much more successful and productive during those times. But life is waves, right? So sometimes you fall out and you, you, it's hard to change your habit, habits, right? So don't be hard on yourself. But intentionally creating a morning routine, even if it's just one thing, will really help you feel better. You will notice a massive difference. And I think it starts before bed, actually, because your brainwave state before bed is usually alpha. It is more permeable during that time. That's a really great time to, one, not be looking at blue light from your cell phone or your TV. If you don't sleep well, that could be a huge reason why, among so many other things. We'll do another episode on sleeping well. That would be a great episode. So not looking at your phone before bed, not looking at electronics before bed. Instead, envisioning and thinking about or even making lists about things that you'd like to accomplish or, you know, things that you'd like to manifest within your life. Allowing yourself to kind of go into that dream state before you fall asleep can be life-changing and it'll help you get better sleep. I love reading before bed. I used to always read self-development books before bed, but I find that lately I've been having a lot more fun reading fictional books before bed. Uh, just allowing my imagination to flow and and have fun. And, you know, it, I used books as a way to remember what it felt like to be in love and, you know, and attract that into my life. And I think that that can be so good to do right before you go to bed. So finding a really good bedtime routine can change everything too. Once you do that, you start sleeping better and you wake up more rested. And then when you wake up, uh, I believe it's theta that your brain is in, also a much more permeable state. So 
it's important for memory, learning, and problem solving, the theta state. And so when you are you know, looking at your phone during theta, that's what you're intaking. And that's what you're going to be acting out of throughout your whole day. But if you take that time instead to meditate, you'll start to believe magic is real because like the things that can happen when you use that permeable brain state can change everything in a very short amount of time. For me, and I know you too, we love yoga, doing yoga first thing in the morning one, my body wakes up kind of sore sometimes, right? So physically, it feels amazing to kind of be stretching and deep breathing and learning how to be present, starting my day off present, and then also, you know, strengthening my body and showing myself that self-love. And and taking that time for yourself in the morning is a way to show yourself self-love, which I think so many people talk about. It's so prominent right now, talking about loving yourself first. And a lot of people don't talk about how, like what should you do? How do you show yourself love? It's not just getting facials and doing your nails. It's taking time for yourself and learning how to be present and taking care of your body. Yes, taking care of your body and prioritizing your health and prioritizing the things that you want in your life instead of getting caught in this nine to five cycle where you're always stressed out and you're always rushing and you're never happy. Mm -hmm. You can change your whole life by giving yourself an extra 15 minutes in the morning and just breathing, Mm -hmm. really honestly. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say my number one first thing to improving your morning routine or starting a morning routine is getting up earlier Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) like it it makes a big difference if you can get yourself up earlier because that is where you're going to create the space for your morning routine like that is solely dedicated to your morning routine the earlier that you can wake up so that is like number one and as you said if you want to wake up earlier, you're going to have to go to bed earlier and have a routine that allows you to go to bed earlier. So mm-hmm. they do feed off of each other. But definitely, <laughs> definitely. They coincide. Yes, yes. And moving your body was another thing that really is important, uh, especially in the morning, whether that is stretching, whether that's yoga, which of course, you guys know we, we do love because it has benefits for your mind, but also your body. Uh, but if you work out this is a good time to do that or even just go for a walk like have a nice morning stroll it's going to help energize you and it's going to wake up your brain it's going to improve your brain function for the day so it's just super important to start your day off with some sort of activity and you know as as we were talking about brain waves when you first wake up this is the best time i think for manifestation so mm-hmm. uh, or right before you go to sleep both are really really crucial in how you show up for yourself and if you're going to be more intentional I would say right before you go to bed and right when you wake up is the most important time to do that so right when you wake up you're still in bed you're kind of still opening your eyes you can visualize your day you can imagine yourself in best case scenario in every situation in in the day ahead or visualize yourself accomplishing your goals or making more sales or meeting this person you can visualize what you want uh, but it's also a good time to like look at your vision board if you have one and when you're meditating you can visualize your future self and then that's going to help you show up as that person especially when you're doing that in the morning you are almost programming yourself to act like that person that you want to become 
So visualization can be so helpful, but so can gratitude. Waking up with a grateful heart can make miracles happen. It can truly bring blessings your way. So if you can take five minutes to sit down, you can either meditate on what you're grateful for, you can, you know, or visualize it, uh, or journal, journal what you're grateful for today. And it can even be things that you don't have yet because again, it's a great time for manifestation. And when you have gratitude towards something, it means that you already have it. So that's a good way to manifest gratitude towards what you already have and what you want to happen as if it already has. Mm-hmm. What's fascinating about that, and I think you know what a lot of people just don't on a conscious level recognize, is that so our subconscious mind is our emotional mind and, and it's what controls our body, it controls our actions. And the reason that visualization and meditation and even journaling are so effective, and you will find all the most successful people in the world will say this and talk about this, that you have to feel as though you have what it is you desire to have before you can have it. Sensation before manifestation. Now, why that's so important is because when you feel like you have something, you act like you already have it and that is what creates it in your reality. Now, the reason visualization itself is so effective is because it creates that emotion within you and your subconscious mind does not know the difference between reality, dreams, and imagination, which is why it's so effective to impress these concepts on your subconscious mind before bed when your subconscious is more permeable so that you can dream about what you want and when you wake up when your subconscious mind is more permeable so that you can feel like you already have it and act like that throughout your day. You always hear the most successful people in the world talking about this same concept and if you haven't, start listening to talks about this and manifestation because it's it's a Actually, it's physiological and scientific as well as it is spiritual and philosophical is the word that I was trying to find. (laughs) But it is is philosophical, but it also is scientific because, you know, our our brainwaves do work in certain ways. (laughs) So that's why it is so effective and why it is so important. Now, the other thing that we kind of talked on a little bit is that If you want to sleep well and have time in the morning for yourself, you have to go to bed earlier. But here's the thing. If you have a really healthy routine before you go to bed, you don't need as much sleep. And many Americans who are depressed and stressed out, some are not getting enough sleep and some are getting too much sleep. Both will make you depressed. But if you are getting really good sleep, if you are allowing yourself to go into a deep sleep and reach the highest levels of relaxation in your brain, which I think they're delta brainwave levels, when you get into that deep sleep, um, then you don't need as much sleep. Sleep becomes much more effective. And they actually say that meditation can be more relaxing than sleep itself. So this is something I struggled with when I first started making a morning routine for myself is I used to be that kid who would sleep until like one in the afternoon. I would stay up until two. I would sit on my phone or the computer. I would go out to the bar, whatever. I'd do these unhealthy things. And then I'd want to sleep all day. And then I wondered why I was depressed. Well, our body naturally regulates with the sun and the moon our circadian rhythm. So when you're sleeping during the day and you're awake at night, 
it's going to cause depression. It's not healthy for your body physically or mentally. But when you allow yourself to get a good night's sleep, when you're doing these things before bed and when you're not looking at blue light before bed, you don't actually need as much sleep as you think. You know, six to eight hours, plenty of sleep, Mm -hmm. plenty of sleep. And then you really don't need that much time in the morning. But if you just give yourself like 15 minutes at least to relax and to teach yourself presence and to show yourself Mm self-love that's going to carry throughout your day and throughout your entire life Mm -hmm. so you know it's not that bad trust me Mm -hmm. I I used to be that person who would sleep until 1 p.m and then I became the person who woke up at five every single day now I'm kind of in between I'm allowing myself to flow you were kind of talking about how it's important to have structure with your morning routine but also allow it to flow and it can be different every day and I think that's why yoga was so good for me personally is because I wouldn't wake up and like do the same video every single day. I would wake up and do a different video every day. Sometimes I would do breath work with it and still now sometimes I do breath work. Sometimes I do meditation. Sometimes I do journaling. Some days I do all of the above and then I go in the sauna and keep the morning routine going for like an hour or two. It just depends, you know, what I have going on that day, how much time I have. If I have to miss out on one or two things here and there, like that's okay. I'm not mad at myself like life is just waves you know and then when I have those days off where I have more time I'll take my time Mm -hmm. you know but it's so important to at least have one thing that you do in the morning even if you're like you know what all I have time for is to make myself a latte and to sit quietly and just breathe and maybe write a couple gratitude journal things down that can really change how you feel for the whole day even if it's just like 10 minutes, it can change everything. And you can wake up 10 minutes early. I'm telling you, you can. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think it's important to note because I know there's going to be moms who are like, but I have kids and Mm -hmm. so does Demi. Uh (laughs) She has a child, you know, so, uh, she she makes it work and so can yep, you <laughs> yep 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 and I think going back to you know some of these tools that we use meditation journaling even affirmations can be really helpful to do in the morning when you're wanting to program your subconscious mind to these new beliefs and visualization if you create a routine where you are saying these things or practicing these things regularly it is going to be more effective and you always talk about the importance of repetition like that repetition is necessary in order to reprogram your mind and to step into the future you to be the future you it creates habit and they say it takes like 16 to 30 days to create a habit so if you can start doing something like that for at least like a month you know then it will become habitual and then it won't be like hard to do it'll be easy to do but the thing about morning routines that feel good is that you're like oh this feels really nice I kind of want to keep doing it you know and you'll start to notice how much happier you feel and how much better your days are going and then it's like well I'm not forcing myself to do this I'm let I'm allowing myself to do this I'm giving myself the gift of doing mm-hmm. this habitual behavior is like 90% of our behavior mm-hmm. as humans so that's why repetition is so important is because it creates habit and then once you create that habit you don't have to do it again it's it's habitual Mm -hmm. going back to reading you you talked about you know at night reading more fiction oriented stuff and I think that is a good time to be reading your fiction books and then in the morning when you are focusing on your goals and your visions and you're setting yourself up for the day you want to set yourself up for success that's a good time to read 
your self-help books mm-hmm. or you know if you're wanting to learn more about a specific topic or you're wanting to start a side gig putting effort towards those meeting those goals or to learning about those goals or learning about actions of those who have done those things already like that is a really great time I believe to be taking in that information and learning and setting more intention and action towards your goals and I did love that you talked about sometimes it's just sitting quietly with your coffee one thing that I always like to incorporate in my morning routine is quietness stillness because when you're able to sit with yourself in stillness you can listen and I already kind of talked about this but you can listen to your body and listen to maybe some limiting beliefs that are coming up or listen to how you feel you can listen you can listen to yourself without input of others and get in touch with yourself before you get in touch with others tap in to yourself before you tap into the energy of others I think stillness and in quiet time allow the space for that to happen if you want to connect more with your intuition stillness and quietness I think it's a great place to start learning how to connect with yourself and I feel like meditation can be kind of included in that because meditation is encompassing that to its fullest quiet stillness uh, and connecting to the oneness connecting to universal energies there's nothing more high vibrational than connecting to God, connecting to all that is. Absolutely. And it allows you to get to know yourself and what you truly want. And it sounds funny, but you know, when I became a consultant, what my job literally was, was to ask people, what do you want? And almost every person that I ever asked that said, I don't know. So ask yourself, do you know what you want? Do you know what you really want? What your heart really wants? What you, what makes your heart sing? What do you really want? Ask yourself that. It's so important to know that because if you don't know what you want, you might get caught in this habitual cycle of doing the same thing every day and never actually going after what you truly, truly want. And you might even think that you want Grant Cardone's private jet And then you might realize that that's not what actually makes you happy. I watched a interview the other day with Jay Shetty from his podcast and Russ, who we're always talking about, my two favorite men. (laughs) So glad they're doing podcasts together. Um, And Russ was talking about how he got it all. He got the millions of dollars and the private jet and he bought his mom a mansion and he, he got all those things and he got the platinum plaques and he got all the things and he still wasn't happy. And I think that's so big. And then he said, most people think that they want these things and they go after them forever knowing that they'll probably never have them. And in reality, that's not what anybody really needs to make them happy. So I think it's so important that we get to know ourselves, that we allow ourselves that time and that space to hear our intuition, to hear our deepest, darkest thoughts and to know ourselves truly. And that's another great time of day to do what's called auto-suggestion, which is truly just talking to yourself. But talking to yourself can be life-changing because so many things come up that you maybe on a conscious level weren't aware of. 
Um, and it also can allow you, you know, you can, you can be doing affirmations and if negative thoughts come up, you can say the opposite. You know, you can be looking at yourself in the mirror. If you're one of those people who gets ready in the mirror and you can talk to yourself, you know, become your own best friend. That'll change your life. Mm -hmm. And that's a great time of day to do that, you know? And the other thing you had said that I noted was to have that quiet peacefulness Part of why I was never a morning person and why it was like so contrasting for me to wake up early was because it felt stressful to me. I didn't want to wake up and turn on bright lights and rush off and do all these things. I'm like, I can't be bothered. I want to stay in my cozy bed. But when I started creating a morning routine, I made it a point to keep my lights dim and to not turn on music and to not look at my phone and to not intake that energy of other people but just to be in the quietness and in the morning especially if you are waking up really early like 5 a.m it is the most peaceful time of day like Mm -hmm. there aren't a ton of people up and awake and you don't really hear the neighbors and you know whatever else might be going on your kids are still sleeping and it's peaceful. It's really peaceful. It, it can actually be more relaxing than sleep itself to be waking up that early and meditating and doing yoga and just moving slowly and enjoying instead of waking up last minute and rushing, which actually makes morning really stressful, which mm-hmm. I think is why I had such a concept of morning being a stressful thing. Now I'm like, morning is so peaceful. Mm-hmm. It's so peaceful and it's so nice and it's my time for me. And I had never had that before. So I was always mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not a morning person. I hate morning. I can't be bothered unless I'm getting on a flight. <laughs> <laughs> but again, having that stillness, that's that time for peace, that's going to help regulate your nervous system. And that is going to have profound impacts on every aspect of your life, including mm-hmm. your health. Mm-hmm. And I want to play up a couple things. I love that you mentioned like sometimes you just like to keep it dark and cozy and a lot of times in the summer I wake up with the sun I'm so happy I bask in the sunlight I want to be in the sun as much as possible and that does help you connect more with the circadian rhythm of earth and the sunlight in itself is really healing and it is great to incorporate in your morning routine if possible but also a lot of times in the winter I like to wake up and at that time, it's it's usually dark out for yeah. sure. Like you wake up in the morning and it's dark out. The sun hasn't come up yet. So, of course, it's natural for you to not want to be fully like awake yet too. So I love to like light candles or have like that really quiet, peaceful morning. Like that is everything. Like super cozy or in your coziest pajamas still. Maybe you read a little bit. Maybe you have a nice warm cup of coffee or tea in the dark. Like that is so peaceful. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people say like when they wake up at five or six, it's like waking up before the world, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're waking up before people are in that energetic hustle and bustle state. Because collectively, especially if you just think about like your time zone or where you are, where you're the city that you're living in, come seven, eight, nine o'clock, it's very hustle bustly, energetic rush stress in the air. Like that's kind of everyone's trying to get to work or trying to get to school. And if they haven't had a mindful morning, they are coming from a stressful, hectic place. And when you wake up earlier, you're waking up before all of that kind of starts happening in the world. Like it's just you and maybe the moon or the sun and you just get to be peaceful. Mm -hmm. It is so nice. 
Also, going outside in the morning, if you can, like, you know, we live in Minnesota and it does get really cold in the winter, so sometimes we can't always do that, but the whole time of year that we can, I go outside every single morning. Sometimes a morning routine is literally just going for a walk outside. Sometimes if I don't have a lot of time, I'll just go outside and take a couple lion's breaths, just clear my lungs and deeply breathe some fresh air. But most of the time I'm doing yoga outside and doing my breath work outside. You know, we have an episode on grounding and why it is so important to be outside in nature, Mm -hmm. literally in your bare feet and breathing fresh air and admiring the the infinite abundance of nature. But going outside in the morning is a wonderful, wonderful thing. So that said, like I know we've mentioned a whole bunch of things, but I would like to just list off like all the different things that you could do in the morning because you don't have to do them all. You choose one or two a day, you know, and it will change every aspect of your life. Um, So obviously yoga, breath work, journaling, gratitude, meditating, visualizing, auto-suggestion. Go for a walk. Go for a walk. Affirmations. Drink your coffee quietly. Mindfulness. (laughs) Working out. Sunshine. Fresh Mm -hmm. air. Buy yourself an alarm clock. I bought this one. It has natural light and it also has like natural sounds. So it's not alarming, but it wakes you up peacefully game changer and the light on it comes lighter and lighter until the alarm the sound goes off so then you're woken up with sunlight and natural noise which is so much better than your device (laughs) (laughs) you could read tarot Mm -hmm. get some insights from the universe (laughs) <laughs> any any or all of those things or if there's anything that you find that just makes you feel at peace and present or quiet do that this is kind of random but I also like to water my plants in the morning because it's like I'm giving you're giving to them and it just feels like it, it's just a really happy mindful thing for me because also because there's so many of them it's like you go back and forth you're filling up the water and you're going and you're just like happily pouring into your plants I don't know it's just magical and makes me feel so happy in the morning your plants are really healthy too (laughs) I think it's a really good time to water plants in the morning too because then they get the sunlight all day whereas if you water plants at night then they go through the night dark with like too much water so I think the morning is a great time to water plants too and I I love to talk to my plants and Mm -hmm. water them too I have a good time doing that (laughs) yes very high vibe pet your animals in the morning we definitely do that yes (laughs) all right well have we anything else to add to this one i think that's it just always finding what feels good in the morning but making sure you're creating that time and space for yourself yeah absolutely self-love yeah and if there's anything that you guys do that we didn't mention we would love to hear about it so uh comment message us whatever let us know what you guys are doing in the morning Absolutely. And let us know if you do, if you do start a morning routine, let us know, let us know how it's going and how it's changed your life because it certainly has changed ours. I do think it is the most effective way to become successful in every area of your life. Mm. All right. So we pulled the tarot card uh, for the message today from the universe and we pulled the sword knight from the Arthurian tarot deck. If you are on Spotify or YouTube, this is the card. Tell me it doesn't look like the sunrise. <laughs> There's a beautiful horse. 
in the most beautiful land. Yep. Lancelot salutes the dawn with his upraised sword. Salute the dawn, guys. <laughs> it is the Lilch Luach or Lemanach, the Irishman, who in Pridu Anwin wields the sword of light and enables Arthur to steal the cauldron of Pen Anwin. This character's name and attributes are reflected in the person of the later Lancelot. Upright, it stands for an incisive, fair, skillful person who champions the weak, unsought for help, restitution. Reversed represents vengeance, ruthlessness, narrow-mindedness. The question is, what is being championed? The day. Mm -hmm. Your life. (laughs) Winning at life. Mm Mm-hmm yourself you know I think that if you do take that time before bed and or in the morning you really do gain so much more control over your own mind and therefore your own life Mm -hmm. you can champion your own life that Mm -hmm. way yes I love that what a great way to finish this episode thank you guys so much for listening as always again let us know how this how it goes for you creating a new routine we are so grateful to have you here and uh, thank you for joining us to continue raising the vibration of the earth because it starts with each and every one of us and we will see you in the next episode thank you we love you Bye. bye